Welcome back to Inside Games, the only gaming news channel brave enough to shrug off a couple of bad releases. Hey, shrug it off all you want, Bruce. Damn it, I'm here to represent the gamers, the capital G gamers out there. And we are mad, and Arcane is bad, and it should be shamed for this. Shame. Shame. Lawrence, ashamed? I mean, the game stuttered a little bit. We played it and had fun. Oh, stuttered. Oh, a little bit. Oh, oh, just a little bit of stutter. That's it? Bruce, Bruce, get a load of this. There are two, count them, two identical bodies in the same room. Give me a break. I mean, how do you see something like that and not hope that hundreds of people lose their jobs? <laughs> All right. Lawrence, just calm down there. You're going to get your Reddit gold, I promise. You're going to get it. <laughs> just wait a second. People have jobs. Redfall from Arcane Austin launched in less than premium shape. Despite its premium price, it is $70. However, it is also on Game Pass <laughs> 2. Uh, and as usual, the reactions range from mild disappointment, which is kind of what we were a little bit, uh, to frustration and anger at what seems to be a growing trend for video games. Yeah, it's as usual when the gamers are mad. It's more than it's about more than just this. So, yeah, <laughs> there have been a handful of high profile games with severe launch issues in recent months. And suddenly, big-budget modern games aren't that great out of the box. Well, you know, the proverbial box. They're all digital now, so. Yeah, so so the question is, really, are games really just launching crappier and crappier? Or is this another mean case of the gamers? you got a real infestation here, Reddit. you got to spray. <laughs> um, and there's also the fact, you know, again, it's about more than just this. This is another you know, humdrum release for the larger Xbox brand, which has yet to really blow anyone away with a big budget success on either its current generation of Xbox hardware or Game Pass in general. Yeesh. Thanks, Phil. Can we make that the new thanks, Obama, rather than th uh, thanks, Obama, say thanks, Phil? Yeah, let's bring it back. Ah, oh, thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil. First up in the uh, launch loser parade is, as we mentioned, Redfall. Co-op vampire shooter released this week and was a much ballyhooed big name exclusive for Microsoft Studios. Uh, sadly, uh, Redfall's a bit of a mess. The game from Arcane has gotten middling to even low scores on both Xbox Series X and PC, with a lot of critics pointing out very, very severe performance issues. Game Reactor UK called it an unmitigated disaster, writing that, quote, even if you do find something to enjoy, the horrible and outright disgraceful performance does everything it can to kill that passion in you. Boy, those British sure have a way with words, huh? Disgraceful. Wow. Checkpoint Gaming said that where the game is truly unacceptable is the number of bugs, connectivity issues, and performance problems. Those included co-op partners glitching in and out of floors, T-posing, and infinite load screens, to name a few. Redfall is also getting review bombed on Steam, because that's what you do, uh, with lots of players citing, you guessed it, poor performance. Uh, user Karen76k wrote that the game had abysmal optimization that requires RTX 4090 minimum and still can't hit 60 FPS. And as you'd expect, the Reddit posts are flowing like wine. Various screenshots showing less than stellar production values like filled in chimneys and opaque gun scopes have a lot of folks wondering why the game launched in this state at full price. Uh, Metacritic shows that the audience is taking this way more personally than critics, who still didn't much care for it. Uh, at the time of writing, Redfall has a 58 critic average on PC and a scathing 2.1 out of 10 user score. As to why folks are so upset, we have some theories, but that, you know, that starts to get into opinion and commentary, which we like to save to the end of the show. Facts first. Objectively speaking, though, Redfall is another stumble for Xbox, which, like we said, has struggled to get prestige games out the door. Yeah, it's pretty clear they'd like to move on as well. Uh, Xbox announced the Xbox Games Showcase today, May 3rd, uh, that will air on June 11th. And of course, that's Starfield. 
Uh, that's their biggest bet for a blockbuster release that I think they probably ever had. Uh, and that will have its own dedicated direct presentation immediately following the Xbox Games Showcase. Yeah, so, you know, Redfall was out for about a day before Xbox announced a big promo event for more games and their big banner release. Uh, Redfall's disappointing release comes on the heels of another AAA game that suffered from many of the same performance issues. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which we'll dive into right after a word from today's sponsor, HelloFresh. Today's episode of Inside Games is sponsored by HelloFresh, who are doing their part to save this beautiful blue planet of ours, Earth. Because think about it, without the Earth, where are we going to play all these video games? On average, HelloFresh meals have a 31% lower carbon footprint than the same meals from supermarket ingredients. Plus, nearly all HelloFresh packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas of the United States. And once you've saved the planet, HelloFresh opens up more time for you to enjoy those video games that you're playing. They offer quick and easy meals like HelloFresh's Fast and Fresh pineapple chicken tacos, or falafel power bowls ready in 15 minutes or less. HelloFresh also takes the hassle out of mealtime by delivering pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-prepare recipes right to your door. Skip the checkout lines and maybe get outside and touch some grass because HelloFresh has dinner covered. Uh, or worse yet, skip getting your groceries delivered? I don't know, I'm tired of getting unripe fruit, carton full of cracked eggs, and milk that goes bad in two days. So you get it from HelloFresh, now it's gonna be fresh. So please use our link in the description or go to HelloFresh.com and use code Hog inside May 16 to get 16 free meals plus free shipping. And once you click, we got some new Space Age tech here. The description will update live to count the number of purchases, so you could be one of them. Thank you very much, HelloFresh, for the sponsorship. Thank you very much, HelloFresh, for sponsoring us. Uh, like we were saying before the break, Redfall isn't the only botched release, even in the last week. Star Wars Jedi Survivor also underwhelmed with severe technical problems. It performed so badly on PC with severe frame rate drops and stuttering, the Digital Foundry called it the worst AAA port of 2023 so far. Some reviewers tried a pre-release version and reported that even a GeForce RTX 4090 couldn't run it at a steady 60 FPS. Uh, EA vowed to fix it and this week rolled out the first in the series of patches to fix the problem. They tweeted, quote, we are hard at work on patches that will further improve performance and fix bugs across all platforms. Yeah, they're working on it. There was a patch. Uh, it seemed to help a little bit. Okay. But uh, yeah, of course, this isn't. these aren't the first games, right? Uh, kind of going back to the idea of whether or not this is a trend or if maybe it's, it's happening in concentration right now. Of course, there have been games with performance issues in the past. You know, they didn't invent it in the last couple of months. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 was, of course, a legendary mess on base PS4 and Xbox One systems to the point that Sony pulled it from the PlayStation Store entirely and Microsoft offered refunds for it. Interestingly, that protective spirit didn't seem to be in place when Sony launched The Last of Us Part 1 remaster on PC which also was kind of a big old mess. Uh, it launched with a bunch of performance issues that were quickly memed upon. Those are some pretty good memes, I gotta say. <laughs> uh, going back even further, we're going down into history now. Assassin's Creed Unity had uh, frame rate issues, bugs so bad, Ubisoft had to publicly apologize, and some characters didn't have faces. Remember? <laughs> Those eyes just... <laughs> <laughs> That's the little my things. favorite. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Oh man. That, that, honestly, I just yeah. I just love going back into history because then I realize. Oh, wait a minute. No, this isn't new. Games have been doing this for years. Uh, Fallout seventy six was a giant glitchy mess. Uh, WWE two K twenty. Oh yeah, that's right. It was so legendarily buggy that Sony offered refunds on that one. Yeah, at least we have refunds now. At least, gosh, times have been darker before, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, most recently, maybe the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy remasters, Total Messes, both Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, 
uh, just you know ran way even worse than Redfall, it seemed. Uh, oh, they were terrible. But sold tens yeah. of millions, so the market's going to do yeah. what it's going to do. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's tough out there. Uh, as far as current trends, it is more than just your imagination. PC Gamer published an article back in February lamenting the troubled ports of Wild Hearts, which, by the way, broke immediately for me when I played it on PC. Uh, Last of Us Part 1, which took like 30 minutes to cast shaders for me on PC. And Warhammer 40k Darktide, which had connectivity issues, I think, for the first like week or two. And stability issues, yeah. Yeah, and stability issues. So the situation has not improved. Yeah, to be fair, uh, we like to look on the sunny side when we can. There have been good releases recently. Hi-Fi Rush, pleasant surprise, looked great, ran great. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, uh, very, very top-tier game, ran great on PC right away. So there's a, there are some good releases, too, if you're looking for them. That's right. Dead Space Remake was also great, too. That launched fantastically. Um, but, but it does seem that there has been an uptick lately in buggy AAA games that were released before they were ready. Yeah, and that brings us to the opinion corner here on Insight Games, which, you know, it's more the discourse aspect of it. Uh, I don't know. Bruce, what do you think? Do you think this is a trend? Do you think games are, by and large, more buggy now than they used to be? I don't. I actually, um, even just reading the script about how what you know those games back, WWE and Assassin's Creed, I'm, I'm thinking of the horrible Battlefield releases. Uh, if you remember, just the terrible. Remember Long Neck Guy and like yeah, Giraffe Man, Battlefield, oh, man. Battlefield Four. You couldn't play for weeks. So like this has kind of been always the thing. However, gaming itself is getting bigger. More and more people are uh, playing, and also more and more people have ways to vent their frustration immediately uh, than they did back then. So we got, obviously we got Reddit and Twitter, and you know, you know it all because you read it all. So I think now it feels like. Uh, it might be worse because we read about it immediately. Um, that's just that's just my little uh, personal opinion because I've been playing video games for as long as I've been alive. And uh, especially in the online era of video games, they do launch pretty broken usually. <laughs> so that's just kind of the way it goes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, from, my, from my visibility, I guess, it's kind of hard for me to tell. Uh, the only thing that I can tell is that there are just way more games than ever before. So... And this is this is the most clown math made up thing in the world. But like, if it's bell curve, you know, if if there are ten games distributed across a bell curve in terms of bugginess, three of them might be really buggy. But if you put a thousand games on the same bell, bell curve, suddenly there's going to be three hundred games that are pretty buggy. So if you're just looking at the buggy games, it'll seem like there's tons more. But to me, it seems like it's that way because there are just tons more games in general. Which is why I thought it was important to mention some games that did launch well. And there are games that launched even worse than this back in the day. So to me, it's just kind of, it's all part of this continuity. Uh, as far as the as far as far the community reaction, uh, yeah, I think the internet, it's naive to think that that's not a, a factor, right? The bandwagoning, the negativity. Um, it just bugs me that it seems to be, it seems to be coming ritualized. It's like everyone looks for the game that sticks its head out just a little too much. And then suddenly it's, it's the one that everyone gives themselves permission to just go in on. Go in on it, the developers and stuff like that. I've seen a little bit more consciousness seep in where people are like, oh no, the executives are the bad ones, not the developers. <laughs> you know, at least there's some empathy circulating around, but it does seem like people like getting mad at something and a game that releases in a comically buggy state, it's just a soft target. That's true. Lawrence, you'd like to bring up a lot uh, that we started this channel because of how Cyberpunk launched and how you and I were having a great time playing the game. We kind of didn't have any issues and we sort of started doing inside games because we saw that people were just 
dogpiling on this game for months that we were enjoying. And it was really interesting because um, the more that I think about this and analyze this and just, it's just rage bait. It's all rage bait where people click those articles, people favorite those tweets and retweet them because it's so easy to get angry at something. And it's so easy to get the free internet points because you posted the picture of two uh, the same NPC uh, on, a, on the ground. It is, it's so easy to do. Um, it's way harder to actually post and be like, hey, I played Redfall, I enjoyed it for a couple hours, but also at the same time, had a few bugs, maybe lost a few frames here and there. Like nobody wants that nuanced shit. They want to see the chimney with uh, no hole into the house. And then they all go, ha ha ha, bad. They want that. There's the, they don't want the nuance. And that is, that is, in my opinion, an overarching cultural thing that is happening right now with humanity. Not necessarily video games, but everything. Um, and that's kind of the way I feel about it. Uh, and uh, I hope that we'll get out of this era <laughs> quicker, uh, sooner rather than later. I'm kind of tired of the, of the rage bait. Yeah, I'm a little tired of it too. Um... It kicks off this cycle of mayo where I'm like, do we, okay, so do we shame the shamers? You know, do we, no, I guess that's effectively, no. theoretically what we're doing. Yeah, I don't want to add any more shame into the cycle. I think the ultimate tragedy is when, and, and specifically in the case of Cyberpunk, a game that had, I thought, a lot of artistic merit that was going ignored for the sake of, of like low-hanging fruit jokes. When there's a game that does offer something of value, but that's ignored because it's easier to take the dunk, and then the dunk is what takes place in people's minds versus the actual good work that maybe went in there that are getting overshadowed or interfered with bugs and stuff like that. That's the tragedy. Uh, and that was the thing with Cyberpunk. I'm not saying that that Redfall is as you know artistically resplendent as Cyberpunk. Um, to some people it might be. And it would suck if they just wrote the game off because they saw uh, an angry Reddit post about it. That is oh, totally fine to vent your frustrations and put all, post all these things on the internet over and over. Uh, this dogpiling like very quickly goes into personal insults and death threats and lots of other th terrible things. So like if you can restrain yourselves by just posting, you know what? Uh, Redfall was at 40 frames a second and I didn't enjoy it versus these developers deserve to die. Then try to do that because I promise you it, every Reddit thread is the same. It always, it always devolves into name calling and then, and then like, let's not call each other names. <laughs> Let's just say that the game was... We didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. For the most part. For the most part. Most people just uh, just maybe throw a little too much salt and pepper on their disappointment. So I've, I've seen a little bit of civility creep back into these discussions. But, uh, you know, on the topic of civility, Bruce, and on the topic of considering that human beings worked on this thing, um, I remember this being a pretty hot discussion topic three years ago or so when crunch in gamings was the hottest button issue. There was a tweet that went a little viral, um, somebody saying, I want shorter games with worse graphics made by people who are paid more to work less, and I'm not kidding, uh, kind of in response to some of the harrowing stories we were hearing about crunch at various developers, and they're not great to hear, but is that is that what this is? This Redfall theoretically is the absolute visitation of that. It's an original idea that did not come out with loads and loads of like AAA-packed content, Hopefully we can assume that all the developers at Arcane Austin got to go home at regu regular times and see their families and enjoy life. Uh, so, again, many many assumptions are happening here, but presuming that's the case, does that make Redfall better in your in your eyes or in your estimation? I mean, that's a great point, Lawrence. That the I, I would much rather play a game that is not feature complete at release if somebody could have a better work life balance. 
I, I don't mind waiting a year, especially for a game that's on Game Pass. That doesn't bother me. Um, and, and in most cases, we can just wait to spend $70 on it. It, it, even if we wait a couple months, it's going to go on discount. And then at that point, you're buying a better game for a cheaper price. So uh, if you're not an early, I mean, no one needs to be an early adopter. That doesn't actually need to, all video games are optional. So we don't need to pay immediately for a video game. Uh, so what everybody says is true. Don't pre-order the game. If it doesn't work for you, get a refund. Um, two, two absolute laws that you should subscribe to when it comes to uh, video games. So just wait a second. That's that's what I'm. That's what I think. Yeah, just wait for it to be patched uh, and drop in price by half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people, I think, uh, were confused about the state of this game, especially given Arcane's pedigree leading up to now. They've developed some amazing games. Um, and this, this, it's time for a little story time. A little story time with old Law Dog here. Ooh, I love story time. Yeah. Back in, back in my headier games journalism days, I, I think it was QuakeCon 2013. It was one of the QuakeCons, uh, back when Bethesda had acquired them. Pete Hines was there. I was like, can I talk to Pete Hines? And they were like, oh, we'll see. And then like an hour later, yeah, we were just chatting. Um, and I remember asking him about Wolfenstein Youngblood, because to me that game was, was also kind of like Redfall where it's you have this studio who's proven they're very good at making a particular kind of game. That game seems in demand. And for some reason, they just went left, made this other kind of thing that was like a looter shooter that didn't need to be one, and it wasn't very like polished, didn't have a lot of content, was buggy. Um, it was kind of fascinating, the response. Um, Pete told me that that's what they wanted to make. They, uh, <laughs> they wanted to do it. And as a manager part of his job was making sure that his employees were happy in addition to his customers. So sometimes you have to make the decision to let people explore new ideas to keep them happy and engaged and feel like they're growing as employees. So Machine Games was over there on their fifth single player scripted story game and they're probably a little tired of it, but they have these prototypes, they want to explore that, they want to build their team skill set by making a multiplayer co-op game. So Bethesda said, you know what? It's a risk, and we might have to be a little uh, conservative with the budget and time we'll allocate to this. But yes, you should do it to build that skill and and feel like you're you're biting off new challenges. So again, big theories, a lot of assumptions. Maybe Redfall was a game they wanted to make because it wasn't like the rest of their output. And Bethesda, being the logistic logistics rain holders, said, "Okay, you can, but we're gonna we're gonna give you like a constrained staff, constrained uh, time and development." And we're going to launch it at a pretty, pretty forgettable window. Well, we'll, we'll help you. We'll help you out. We'll get it. We'll get it out. Just a theory. Um, absolutely, Lawrence. I, uh, people were asking me, somebody, or actually somebody in my chat said, I'm offended that this video game exists. And I went, no, that's ridiculous. That's absurd. Uh, you should not be offended that any art exists. Um, in my opinion, I'm just happy that any art exists. It doesn't matter if I like it or not. The more art, the better because that means we get to consume more fun stuff. Uh, and I don't think there's any disadvantage to having more art uh, or more creativity in place. And like you said, managing teams who want to do something different, that actually does help their creativity. That helps them level up their creativity, makes them uh, just happier people <laughs> if they get to do stuff that they want to do. Um, so I'm totally fine if that's what uh, Redfall was for Arcane. Uh, I usually I usually want to gut check with actual developers before we theorycraft too much in our heads. And I have a friend, a veteran developer named James Jones, who uh, I asked about just the general state of releases now, and got a very uh, very educational answer. It's not 
It's not satisfying because it's realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll summarize it. So this is what they wrote. Uh, in, in regards to, you know, why are games buggier now? Uh, honestly, that is a question that's difficult to answer concisely. Every project has its own perils and hiccups, so saying reason A is why PC ports have been rough lately feels a bit unfair. Plus, I don't want to speak for other dev teams about their issues. What I will say is that in general, games are larger and more intricate than they have ever been, and as a result, there are infinitely more points of failure than ever before. And you can't throw more money at the problem because more money equals more people equals more work, again, equals more potential points of failure. And throwing more QA bodies at the problem, we love QA to be clear, isn't a magic bullet solution for many larger budget titles because simply there aren't enough people. You could have a fully staffed team of 50 QA working around the clock for two years. And once that game is in the wild, the day one playtime will surpass all of those QA hours. In theory, more time could resolve a lot of current problems, but time also runs the risk of other headaches. Just look at some of the more infamous titles that spent years and years in development hell. That's to say nothing of the very real business side implications of adding, or in rare circumstances, cutting time to a project's development cycle, which I am so very unqualified to talk about. So the, the bit about games being more complicated now is valid because Redfall is cross-platform and distributed via subscription model. Uh, Bruce, we'd played with, we played a game where what all four people were on different platforms yep, and was, even digital yeah. different stores inside of those platforms. Right, yeah. And it worked. I mean, it did. It took us like a few minutes to get into it. But once we got into it, we played. There was no sync issues either. So, I mean, I got to hand it to him. It was, and I, I, I kind of want to leave the episode uh, with James Jones' comments. I think that they are um, super smart. And I, don't, I can't even want to, I don't want to pile onto him because I think he's nailed it. Right on, Bruce. Uh, but I got, I'm going to cut it back the other way because I got some patrons. They got some feelings, Bruce. These patrons are so offended by Redfall. They'll never buy another game again. That's it. They're done. Regulus, Dane Ottman, Christian Morgan Anderson, James Bowser, and Ryan Dareberry. They've thrown their PCs in the garbage. It's out of here. I hear that. But uh, I have some patrons here on the Inside Games Patreon. They support us. And they love Redfall so much, they're going to buy every video game twice. Everyone. Uh, Brian Cos- it out, though. Exactly. Brian Cosner, Kyle Heaton, The Creatures, Mason Hoover, and Crab Foam. Thank you for supporting Inside Games on Patreon and also buying every video game twice. That's right. It's gonna that might stack up over time, but that's a that's a bold thing to dedicate to. Uh, just on the subject of Patreon, we're also c- commissioning custom memes for our patrons from resident meme lord Kino Fabino. A new meme every week, exclusively for Inside Games patrons. Here's a topical, too hot for YouTube preview of a comic from a few weeks ago. If you want to see the whole collection, just sign up to be an Inside Games patron today. Any. Any amount will do it, but we got a lot of nice benefits you should check out. So thanks very much to our patrons and hope you check it out. Thank you for watching.